<clears throat> Hello and welcome back to Killer Crime and Sister Time. I'm Sydney. I thought you forgot our name for a second. I'm Liberty. <laughs> <laughs> I did not forget our name. I'm just tired, okay? <laughs> what happened in your life? Um, I applied for the bar today, or not today, but last week. Oh no. Scared. Practicing lawsuit. That's scary. Wait, hopefully, maybe. <laughs> maybe. You're literally doing it right now. You're fine. I mean, yeah, but I'm only doing it as an intern, and that's a lot less scary. Than... <laughs> yeah, but you're basically doing it, dude. You got this. I well, believe it. <laughs> I appreciate your faith. Of course, anytime. I'm honestly just like more stressed about the bar exam than about actually being um, an attorney. Right. Because that's not, what is even on the exam? Um, like, like torts and criminal law and um, what else we got on there? Like, um I get evidence stuff like that you know um I'm more worried about the things I took one all year uh, Mm -hmm. because after one all year I got good at you know understanding the law but my first semester one all year was a little rough so I don't know if I'll remember those things as well (laughs) (laughs) but we'll see um yeah how about you? Anything exciting? Well, I just got a text from a friend that her dog cut an artery on his leg and blood was squirting everywhere. Ooh. That dog's invincible, man. He's probably fine. Good. Uh, nothing crazy happening. Oh, and I can't remember if I said it last week, but I got a job at Starbucks. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you did tell him that. That's yeah. So, you're it? Hmm? You're liking it? I only had paperwork day so and my first real day is tomorrow I'm literally not gonna be home at all tomorrow I have cadets so I'm going back to cadets too so I'm going back to school so cadets from 7 50 in the morning to 10 and then I work 10 15 to 5 so I have to leave cadets 15 minutes early get to Starbucks I work 10 15 to 5 and then I get like an hour break and then I have practice at 6 30. Oh wow you're yeah. exhausted. Yeah, I know. Like, we had three games this week, and I was exhausted already. The three games just this week? Yeah, we had Washougal, Fort, Fort, and um, River, Columbia River last night. Oh. Yeah. That sucks. Exactly. It's exciting that you get a play for your senior year, but... Yeah, I mean, at least I'm, I've been playing, like, whole games, but I've also been playing down on JV, too. Mm-hmm. Why, why? You scored your first goal in varsity. I did. That was last week, right? I think so. Who was, was like, I don't even remember. That was Woodland. I scored a goal. Okay, yeah, so last week. Yeah, that was pretty snazzy. Pretty snazzy. Look at you. I know we're doing it. Oh, my last quarter of Clark starts soon-ish. Are you going in person there too or still online? 
Yeah, Clark is all online for the whole year. They made that statement back in like December. What are you looking for? My Xbox controller. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Xbox controller, guys. It's panic mode. He's stressed. <laughs> uh, there's not, I'm not sitting on it, so. <laughs> so, yeah, there's nothing. I'm, it's going to be a very busy week. I'm working like 27 and a half hours, which is the most I've ever worked in my entire life. So, yeah, but Kaylin my friend who also works at Starbucks will be there for my whole shift tomorrow. So that'll be nice. How long are you working again tomorrow? 10, 15 to five. Oh, wow. Like seven hours. Wow. And then six hours and 45 minutes, which is also the longest shift I've ever had in my life because it's only let me work four hours a day. Right. Why is Starbucks different? Do you know? Or um, it's a Macy's policy. Mm-hmm. So California has like the strictest rules in the nation on child work laws. So mm-hmm. Macy's bases all of their rules off of California because then they know that they're following all the rules in every state. They're following California's, but in California, you literally can't go over four hours. Like at all, like as soon as it hits four hours, you have to clock out. Like at least in Washington, like five hours was like, I have to leave. Right. Wow. Yeah, and my last day, I mean, my last technical day at Macy's is March 8th, but my last day was yesterday. Right, that you were actually scheduled for. Yeah, I'm not, I, she was, Yulia asked me if she could call me in, and I was like, I mean, you can try, but I'm working almost every day this week. (laughs) So maybe, maybe not. Who knows? (laughs) But yeah. Okay, ready to tell our listener stories for today? I'm excited um yeah what who do you want to go first I don't know I'll go first with mine just because it was really funny I mean not funny it's actually really fucked up but (laughs) so this isn't exactly a listener story it's a me story you'll find the controller it's okay (laughs) he says (laughs) the drama is bad (laughs) guys Okay, so um, I read the Daily Mail, like, on Snapchat, and I know it's not, like, accurate news, but it's just kind of entertaining in the mornings, like, you know, it gives me a good, like, oh, shit, is that what's going on in the world? Like, it's And I hear all the scoop on the celebrities, so I'm going through Daily Mail, and I see this story about this 12 or 13-year-old girl who stabbed her younger disabled sister. Oh, my God. Did you not see that? No. Yeah, so she stabbed and murdered her disabled sister. She was like, in- it's not funny. It's John. Damn. <laughs> 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 What's wrong with you people? It's not funny at all. And the- everyone's like, oh, there's no motive. Like, she just randomly did it. But, like, you know, the first thing that comes to my mind is that she's jealous. Like, her parents need to get more attention. Yeah, and it's her younger sister, too. So, like, she, um, she's 12 or 13. I'm pretty sure her sister was eight. Oh. Don't quote me. And she was, like, in a wheelchair, um, like, full-on, like, has the control on the side. So, I'm cerebral palsy, maybe something like that. Like, full-on, like, Stephen Hawking kind of wheelchair. It's not funny. John, what is wrong with you? 
Guys, I will say that just because we laugh, it's not funny. This is how we cope with terrible things in the world. <laughs> We're not laughing because it's funny that an eight-year-old died. No, because that's fucking terrible and that her 12-year-old sister murdered her. Like, that's terrible. Yeah. Yes. So first thing that comes to my mind is, of course, there's a motive. Like, she was jealous mm-hmm. because she was a lonely child for a little bit. And all of a sudden, boom, like, her sister comes in and is now, like, her parents don't pay attention to her. Yeah, her little sister has a lot of needs and requires more attention. And she's mad about it. Exactly. And that's, you know, that's a hard thing to deal with. And, I mean, I understand. But, I mean, I think that was a very drastic measure she took. She probably should talk to her parents. Dang. <laughs> Oh, we're terrible. Okay, and so I see that on the Daily Mail. Her mugshot's on there, blah, blah, blah. And I'm scrolling through TikTok, and I'm, like, just scrolling, and I'm, like, and I see this girl on my For You page, I'm, like, God, she looks, like, hella familiar. And she kind of, yeah, so she kind of looked like this, um, she kind of looked like the actor from uh, Hereditary, you know, the one that gets the head taken off by the pole. Okay, okay yeah. Yeah, and so I was like, oh, maybe that's where she's, like, from. But, like, it ended up not being her. That's a completely different girl. And then someone, and then I'm scrolling on my For You page later that night, and someone duetted the original video that I saw earlier that day and was like, guys, she posted this two hours before she murdered her sister. Yeah, she posted a TikTok about her dad, like, making a joke. She posted something about her dad on TikTok two hours before, like, two or three hours before what the fuck yeah and I was like no wonder I recognized her like I saw her mugshot earlier <laughs> TikTok. and I look at that and I go back to the original video and I'm scrolling through the comments and I'm like oh my god and all these people are like girl you okay and like how's jail and like yeah oh yeah so she like stabbed her sister that's like so fucked up what the hell okay of crime today (laughs) i just have a lot of questions about like who makes a tiktok two hours before they murder someone exactly like had she really been planning it or had her sister like pissed her off and she took all her anger out and like right that's what i want to know but like there hasn't been a lot of information about it i'm gonna look it up yeah what it like where was this? Disabled sister. Yeah, um, allegedly murdered disabled sister after going viral. Yeah, her TikTok like went viral, and then, and I saw it, and I was like, oh my gosh, she looks hella familiar. And I was like, <laughs> she was fourteen. Sorry. Okay. In Pennsylvania, um, the police. Oh. I apologize. Not her younger sister. Stabbed her 19-year-old sister. Her 19-year-old sister was... Oh, wow. Had cerebral palsy. So I was right about that. So, yes. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. So her four, So the girl's 14 stabbed her 19-year-old sister. So I apologize. Still, though. Yeah. And... Oh, my God. And she called 911 at 1 in the morning on Monday, allegedly confessing, I stabbed my sister. Ew. 
She, the cops rushed to the home and allegedly found Miller in bloodstained pants as she tried to wash her hands in the snow. So I know TikTok, I know TikTokers, I know the podcast can't see it, but I'm going to show Sydney a picture. Oh my God. Yeah. Yikes. Also, I like your phone case. Not Thank that it's relevant to anybody else, but. I got it from Walmart because I left the game too early and I was like, I'm going to have some time. Let's go to Walmart. <laughs> Yeah, the teen then directed officers to a bedroom where they found Helen Miller, 19, with a fatal stab wound to the neck. She went straight for it. Oh, my God. She was pronounced dead at 4.13 a.m. She's being charged as an adult. She's 14? Yeah. Yeah, they're probably saying that um, she's old enough to know what she did was wrong. Yes. Um, And then... What? totally knew what she was doing yeah. was wrong like at especially, especially because she called the cops so like she knew yeah. um, and then that way they can hold her because that most states uh you know because that school shooter one i talked about how they that state didn't have the rule that you could help be held until you're 21 but most states you can only be held until you're 21 if you're charged as a minor so they want to make exactly. sure she's in there way longer than that yeah, and before she got her account taken off TikTok, she had 22,000 followers, but they think that it was boosted after the murder, once people started finding Uh-oh, it. because... They, they said it's unclear if the news of her arrest had boosted her numbers, but it probably did. I mean, TikTok people are fucked up. Right. Also, people were commenting on that video and being like, bro, you just murdered your sister. So, you know, that probably picked it up as well. Yeah, exactly. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, so that was my brush of crime for the week. <laughs> Love it. Maybe we should start doing that too, like intermixed with uh, listener stories. Is like stories about interesting, okay, what not interesting things? things we see in the news or something, you know? Yeah, actually, that'd be really interesting. So that's yeah. a really good idea. Yeah, okay, listeners, update. This is what's going to be happening from now <laughs> This is what we're doing. <laughs> we're kind of just going along as we feel so i mean we're exactly. just making up the rules <laughs> we're still figuring everything out exactly all right okay. i will go next um this is the story of Lindsay baum um and this listener says so what i remember of Lindsay baum is that we lived in montana but came to Washington every 4th of July um, because we were visiting family. In 2009, we went to McClary, Washington for the 4th of, 4th of July slash family reunion. McClary is a very small town, about less than 2,000 people in 2009. When we got there, we heard Lindsay had gone missing, um, which was very, and she was very young. Um, she was about... Uh, like 12-ish. Uh, what was that? How old were you in 2009? How old were you in 2009? Same age as Lindsay. Oh, oh yeah. I was like, we're you the same age because we were there. Yeah. Um, when we got there, we heard that Lindsay had gone missing, uh, which she was very young, which was very, unu- and the situation was very unusual for the area. She left her friend's house and was walking home. 
I think she was seen on the gas station camera walking by, but never made it home. And I do remember, this is me talking, not the listener that wrote in, but I do remember that they had, you can see the video of her like walking up the hill away from the gas station. And I remember seeing it on the news. Um, Yeah. Okay. Anyway, back. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she was seen at the gas station camera walking by, but never made it home, which McClary is a very small town. So that's really weird. Um, we would bring our RV and camp in the family backyard. And when we had got, by the time we had gotten there, police had already searched the outbuilding on our family's property, but asked for permission to do it again while we were there. It was crazy and sad. There were many suspects and rumors around the town. I don't know if any of them are true, but it seemed that the residents were very suspicious of each other. Her body was discovered in 2017 in Eastern Washington. In Spokane, right? Um, I don't think it was quite Spokane, but yeah. Spokane County. Yeah. That's really sad. So that's like super fucking sad. like how long she was there like was she held or was she just like you know yeah no I don't remember what they said here I'm gonna google it and see (laughs) we google on the fly here well I want I want updates (laughs) um okay also I don't know if that person was correct that She wasn't found until 2017 because I think she wasn't found until 2020. Oh, Jesus. Update the dog is in surgery. Oh my gosh, is this dog okay? I know, I really hope he's okay. I love this dog. Mm-hmm. His name's Kip and he's a really big head. <laughs> I love that for him. Oh my gosh. Um, okay, I'm Googling this. But also, I think that, um, well, Will and I are getting a dog, but we went to a dog park with friends today, and I think I saw approximately 400 dogs, and they were so cute. <laughs> Thank you, dogs. Yeah, at one point, Will saw this lady sitting on the ground and, like, got rushed by, like, 14 dogs, and he was like, I want that, so he sat down on the ground. <laughs> and got rushed by. <laughs> yeah. <Thank you. laughs> okay, let's see. Yeah, I don't know. She thinks she was found in 2020, but yeah, that's so crazy. Was found in Eastern Washington is what it says. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, they were found in 2017. Okay, never mind. She was identified through a DNA match in the follow-up investigation. Oh, she was 10 years old when she disappeared. Oh. Home from a friend's house in the small town of McClary. Her disappearance sparked a nationwide investigation. That is so sad. That is really sad. And yeah, poor baby. Bomb would have been 19 by now. And this was last year, an article from last year. Damn. I know. That's terrible. And it was so like crazy to like see that because I was around the same age as her and I remember seeing it all on the news and stuff, you know? I just remember you guys talking about it. I don't ever remember. Well, yeah, you were like six when it happened, so you were like Exactly. All right, bro, you next? Yeah, I'm next. Okay, let me pull it up. 
Okay, so this was submitted by a listener, and this one's more ghostly because you know we love all creepy things. Mine's ghosty too. How fun! Okay. <laughs> My next one. Yeah. Okay. So, hearing all the ghost stories, this says, "Hey, ladies, hearing all the ghost stories on your past listener stories reminded me of one of my own." When I was little, about five or six, my grandfather passed away, and I was obviously young, so I didn't know him very well, but I was, of course, sad that he was gone. One night after he passed, I was staying at my grandma's house, and I was sleeping in the living room when I woke up for no apparent reason. I was about to close my eyes and go back to sleep when I saw something glowing at the end of the hallway. I looked a little closer, and it was a figure that looked exactly like my grandpa. Knowing he had just died, I freaked out and ran into my grandma's room, telling her what I saw. She comforted me and and told me that she she knew he was there because she could smell his cologne she said he was saying goodbye and after that i really appreciated that last encounter thanks for reading ladies that's like sweet but i'd probably shit myself yeah i would definitely shit myself it's fine cash it's <laughs> scary <laughs> okay <laughs> this is another ghosty one all right so it starts so i have two little brothers at my mom's house macam and roan macam is seven and roan is almost five now when Mac was little and still in diapers, he would always do something that freaked me out. When you put him on the changing table to change his diaper, he would stare at one corner of his bedroom and just laugh and giggle and point at whatever he saw and would sometimes get scared. Already a no for me. Hard task. Didn't I do that? I'll tell. Okay. Once I'm done reading this, I'm going to tell you what you did. You creepy ass motherfucker. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, and would sometimes get scared when he got a little bit older. He had a bat, had an imaginary friend named Toby, the imaginary friend. This is an air quotes from paranormal activity and always blamed things on Toby, but seemed to be genuine about it. So I always freaked out. I was always freaked out by that. Fast forward to when Rowan was born. He was a couple, Malcolm was a couple of years old when, or Rowan was a couple years old when this happened. For multiple nights in a row, my mom heard him in the room at night talking to someone and playing around. She didn't think too much of it at first because kids are weird and talk to nothing all the time, but this was different. He had one of those mini indoor trampolines that kids play with. One night, my mom went in to yell at him to stop playing around in his room and talking so much. He was in his bed with the lights off. He looked her dead in the eyes and pointed to the same corner Macam always looked at, where now the mini trampoline was, and and said at two years old, it's not me, mom. It's the man under my trampoline. (laughs) And Meg says, no fucking thanks in all caps. <laughs> um, he wasn't even joking. He tried to tell her what he looked like. Mom thinks it may have been her grandpa, but I'm not too sure because Toby is evil in that motherfucking movie. <laughs> you know, it's just the man under my trampoline. Like, isn't everyone have one under their trampolines? <laughs> it's not me. It's the man under my trampoline. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> pull someone like that I will literally kick them out (laughs) you gotta leave (laughs) spiritual fucking connector you're bringing really bad energy into this house (laughs) so okay what did I used to do I'm so curious okay so when we lived in Salt Lake City like the house was really old like it was built in the early 1900s so it was like I think it was like 1912-ish is when the house was built so it's like a really old house. Um, and 
it was always like kind of creepy like I got bad vibes in my room because my room was down in the basement there were also bars on the windows in the basement which was yeah. like I mean it was to keep people from breaking in but it was really freaking creepy and I definitely would have died in a fire if there had been one because I couldn't open the bars um so yeah anyway um and one time you would like there was like this little nook above the stairs that like we just like put cute things in like blankets and stuff and you could hang out up in there and um you would talk to yourself in there and then one time we were in the kitchen Mm -hmm. and we were doing something like grabbing a snack or something and you were standing down with mom and I and you point up at the counter and you go mom who's the little boy on the counter and we're like excuse (laughs) the fuck out of me (laughs) I'm out (laughs) I was like listen I'm gonna give you to the little boy and run away um (laughs) you creepy ass motherfucker (laughs) take her you can have her I don't need it mom and I looked at each other we're like oh I'm gonna go now yeah you know it's funny too so like when we moved into this house first of all like we're moving in we had already closed on this house like it was our home we're about to move into this house and the people who lived there before us are still there like they hadn't left and he was like oh yeah we're leaving now and we're like you think we're here to move in yeah like this is ours you don't you should be out by now you don't live here (laughs) so that was fun and then um they didn't like take all their stuff either because obviously we rushed them out um and here <laughs> I know and so but there was like in the hallway so you like the hallway to the stairs you like would turn a corner and it would be like a wall at the end of the stairs you know and you could go to the left or right and to the right was the living room to the left was my bedroom well at the end of the hall was just this like bright it was like a little like cutout area where there was a picture of Jesus and lights shining on him and we were like oh that's weird someone really loved Jesus yeah they did um and what else oh and then one time we were um like renovating everything and so you like had to stay in your room which you did not like sleeping in your room and you did not like the closet or the heater in your room so that was fun one time you were standing at the top of the stairs and it looked like you just got like donkey kicked and you just like cartwheeled down the stairs and hit the wall at the end what yeah I don't like nobody knows what happened like it looked like you got donkey kicked because it was like you didn't make any sense you were just standing there and no one has ever told me that before. Yeah, and you like cart. Mom was freaking out. You like cartwheeled down the stairs and hit the wall at the bottom. Obviously, I'm fine. <laughs> she's good. She doesn't remember it, but she's good. <laughs> I, remember, I remember driving away from that house when we moved. Yeah, all I remember. And then I remember getting to Montana, and that was it. Yeah, you did not like the uh, Salt Lake house. Your room, you did not like. You wouldn't sleep in there. 
maybe that's why I'm so scared of like I don't know the dark god damn it I am scared <laughs> okay dude but you live in that room at mom and dad's house that is constantly making noises I don't know how you do it because you get used to it after a while and I've just realized like come at me like what's <laughs> that can happen you're gonna fight the ghost <laughs> I don't think I don't know <laughs> I thought someone was attacking me from under their house today I was in the bathroom cleaning it I haven't cleaned my bathroom in a while like my room bathroom because I don't use it yeah I don't use the bathroom in my room because it makes my room smell and I hate it so that's why I rarely that clean dumps. it stop it <laughs> no one's pooping in there and so that's why I don't clean it very often is because I forget because I don't use it because, you know, I think it's gross. And I, like, heard pounding from under the house. And I was like, where the fuck is this coming from? But it ended up being Roomba, but still it was pretty terrifying. Oh, it was Roomba? I was like, what was it? <laughs> yeah, it was scary. Where was she? <laughs> Last night, this was so funny, speaking of scary things, I text John. <laughs> And I'm like, I just had a really scary experience. And then I didn't respond for like 15 minutes. Did you think she died? I was driving home too. And I was like, God, I just had a terrifying experience. And you didn't text me back after for like 20 minutes. And then I got home. I talked to mom. I go on without her business. I went to the bathroom. Like I was getting settled. I just totally and at home. And- I get a call and I'm like, what you, like, what's up? Like and he's like, what happened? It's like I thought you died. I also never told you, did I? No, you didn't. <laughs> what happened? It wasn't too important. Yeah, it was alive. Well, what happened was I'm on my way home from John's house and there's like a big intersection. And I'm on, I'm heading towards the house, like passing Prairie. And there's that big intersection with like the gas station right there, you know? Yeah. yeah. And I'm driving and the light at this intersection only stays green for like, like not that seconds. Yeah. It pisses me off. So it turns green and I'm like, I don't know. I'm not that far from the light. So I punch it, but then I see a cop pull out like he's gonna turn right mm-hmm. and I'm like, I'm like if I and I'm already speeding and I'm like I know if I keep going I'm gonna catch the tail end of the yellow light and I'm gonna hit the red and I mean I'll be out of the way so it won't be like dangerous but I'll get pulled over and I'm going almost 60 miles an hour so I'm going almost 60 miles like an hour. 40 on that stretch yeah but like there's no many cops and so I punch it and then I see him and I'm like fuck so I'm literally like <laughs> not even probably like 0.1 away from this thing like not even like I'm probably like only a couple hundred feet away from the line and I have to slam on my brakes and I slide into the crosswalk and I had to like back up there's no one behind me so it didn't matter (laughs) it was terrifying and I was like fuck I was like I'm either gonna have to ruin my brakes or get pulled over and I don't want to get in trouble so I'm slamming on my brakes break the news (laughs) like like whole like I think I got whiplash like whole body flew forward so that was fun. <laughs> Love that. 4.3 seconds. Oh, I did not know that. Mm-hmm. But they can get you if you're going, if you have to accelerate 
really fast to get through the light. That's why I was scared. They would say that you, if you have to change your speed to get, go through the light, they would probably say that you shouldn't have done it. And the fact that I was going 56, 57 in a 40. <laughs> so I was like, okay, it's time to slow down. So I'm on the brakes. Bring a reality check for a second. And the whole time I'm thinking, like, God, like, John would just cringe at what I'm doing right now. <laughs> or or he would fly forward and act super dramatic. <laughs> Honestly, I see that one. <laughs> everyone in my car. <laughs> it's fine. She's a little scary. <laughs> but yeah, so... <laughs> It's okay. <sighs> yeah. Well, thanks for listening, guys. I mean, send us your stories. We love to hear them. Yeah. Now, or any good news articles you see, because apparently we're adding that now because I liked it. Yeah, I did like that too. Or like if you have any brushes of crime, you know, like mine, you see someone on TikTok or something or hear something crazy, email us at killercrimeandsistertime at gmail.com. Or you or- can yeah on instagram at killer crime and sister time um also follow us on instagram yes and on itunes or apple Podcasts, rate review subscribe that would be really dope review yeah yeah we're also on spotify see you so there's no reason you shouldn't be following us (laughs) (laughs) everywhere <laughs> you're literally everywhere you're welcome anyway <laughs> easy access <laughs> all right thanks for listening guys thanks guys see you next week all right bye